How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. Good morning, brothers and sisters at Antioch Baptist Church in Yolanda, Kenya. God bless you. Thank you for being together this morning. Thank you for the opportunity to share together as we continue to look at God's word as we continue our look at this wonderful book of the Bible that we call Romans. It was a letter written by Paul to the church at Rome. Today we're in chapter 6, and we're going to just look at verses 5 through 11. So let's read those, and then we'll pray. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may see and hear and receive what you have. May our hearts and our minds be transformed. May we never be the same again. May we be more like Christ moment by moment. We pray in his name. Amen. Last time we were looking at the first few verses, first four verses of chapter six, and in it, we noted or God showed us that we have died with Christ and we've been baptized with Christ and buried with him. And so as we start the verses for today, we see the word for, F-O-R, but what it really means is since we have been united with him in a death like his. If we are in Christ, that is, if we have been born again, then we are in Christ. If we've never been born again, then we're, we're still separated from God. We're still dead in our trespasses and sins. So we need to know where we are in this regard. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, maybe you've been in church a long time, but you've not actually put your trust in the finished work of Jesus, then let today be that day that by the grace of God, through faith, and even that, a gift from God, you would say, I no longer am able to do anything. I must depend solely on Jesus because my sin separates me from God. So I'm trusting Jesus who died in my place, lived a sinless life and died in my place, was buried and rose again and that I am resting my salvation fully, completely, and totally on what Jesus has done and not on anything I've ever done or not done or could do. 
So I pray that if there's anyone who's hearing this who's not been born again, that today would be the day of salvation. So, having been born again, we're united with Jesus in a death like his. He died to for the sin of the world. The sin of the world was placed on him. So he died and took sin with him. Then we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self, the the original self, the sinful self, was crucified with Jesus in order that, so that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. It's not that sin doesn't still exist, but it's brought to nothing. It no longer has control over our lives. We still struggle with sin, but that victory has been won through Christ. And so we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. We are no longer enslaved to sin, and we need to call that what it is, that that when, when the enemy speaks into our heart and says, yeah, you're just a sinner, you're not any better than you ever were, you're going to continue to struggle with that, we need to say, get you behind me, Satan. You're a liar and the father of lies. I have died with Christ. I've been buried with Christ. I've been raised with Christ. Sin no longer has control over me. Sin is no longer my master. My master is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. If we have died with Christ, in other words, if we've been identified with his death on the cross by trusting in him, because that's what we're doing when we're talking about trusting Jesus we're believing into Jesus in the sense that we're, we're accepting and believing on that, that he lived this sinless life and that he did die on the cross and that he conquered sin, death, and the grave. And so we're believing into that and that as he was raised from the dead, so also we have passed from death in sin to life eternal while we're still here right now in Christ Jesus. And we know, we know that's with a certainty, with no doubt, that Christ, and remember we're in Christ, being raised from the dead will never die again. He is the first fruits born from the dead. He has died for sin and he has been raised, and he will never die again. He is alive forevermore. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. Death no longer has dominion over him. Death no longer has control over him. Death had control for briefest of time when he gave it up on the cross and said, it is finished, and then he, his body died and he was placed in a tomb. But he was raised on the third day. He was raised by God. And so death no longer has dominion over him, and death no longer has dominion over us when we're in Christ. For the death he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. 
so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus, is verse 11. And that's speaking to me and you. We must consider ourselves dead to sin. So when sin pops up in our life, when we have a lustful thought, when we have a revengeful thought, when we have a coveting thought or any other sinful thought, we see the thought for what it is and we say, I know what you are. I'm no longer controlled by you. I reject you. You no longer have control over my life. I'm going to take that thought captive to the Lord Jesus Christ, to truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life, not the lies of the enemies. So we consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. We're dead to sin. Sin no longer has dominion over us. We're dead to that sin, but we're alive to God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. So I think we're going to go ahead and pick up these next couple of verses, starting with verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. For sin not to reign in your body means that we will be confronted with sin and there will be times for me it's every day in one way or another that I, I fail to speak or think or do as God calls me to. But it no longer reigns. It no longer has control. It's no longer the master in my mortal body. In my eternal body, it has no place in my spiritual. But even in my mortal body, I'm not going to allow sin to control. I'm not going to allow it to make me obey its passions as I once did. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness. I no longer belong to the old way. I belong to Christ. I am I am adopted by God, so I can't present my my heart, my mind, my eyes, my hands, my feet, my mouth, any part of me as an instrument to unrighteousness, to sin. That's not from God because sin no longer reigns in my mortal body. These are physical aspects of my mortal body that will one day go away until Christ returns. But while I'm walking on this earth, I can't present myself to sin for unrighteousness. But instead, I must present myself to God as those who have been brought from death to life. I need to remember that I'm no longer dead in my trespasses and sins. I'm alive in Christ Jesus. And I must present myself to God as instruments for righteousness to use my hands for the righteousness of God, to use my eyes to see as, as God wants me to see, to use my mouth to proclaim the things that God would have me to proclaim and not to use it for ways that dishonor God. And, and all of my body is that way. For sin will no, 
will have no dominion over you. Sin will not control you. Sin will not control me in Christ Jesus. Since we are not under law, but under grace, the grace of God that saves us from our sins, the grace of God that enables us to follow after Christ. We're no longer controlled by by the law. When we when the law came, we we not only real, realized our sin, but our sin even increased because what the law said don't do, we were just inclined to do. We can all identify with that. We know how if the sign, something as simple as saying the sign says, please don't touch this. We're just drawn to touch it. But he says, you're no longer under the dominion of that sin. You're not under law, but under grace, the grace of God, the unlimited favor, unmerited favor of God. Praise be to him. God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you and give you peace now and forever in Christ Jesus. Amen.